This is the GoFungal Podcast. Okay, today we have Jen DePakakibo and Liz Martin from Statement. They are experts in brand development and other things. And today we're going to be talking about marketing roadmaps and why they might be the missing piece in your marketing strategy. So, Jen and Liz, welcome to the show. Thanks so much Thank for having so us, Matt. You bet. Well, I'm excited to talk about marketing roadmaps because really I actually don't even know what it is. Um, so I'm going to learn something today. So maybe we could just even start there. Um, what is a marketing roadmap? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so uh, one way that we like to explain a marketing roadmap is like the dashboard of your car. So if you ran a diagnostic on your marketing program, which lights would be green, which lights would be yellow, and which lights would be red? What if you have, you have a car that is like a total beater like mine and all of them are red? Is that a problem? Um, you know, it indicates that uh, there are some things to work on. Um, okay. But, you know, we think that figuring out what those are and how we might want to prioritize them um, is a huge first step in the right direction. Um, you know, you would be surprised at the number of people that are driving those beaters and just keep on going down the road and never stop in for that diagnostic. Like, that's where you get into real trouble with your marketing program. Yeah, guilty. Well, I do that with my car, but hopefully I don't do that as much with my company. But maybe we'll find out as we talk a little bit more um, where I'm missing. So I guess, you know, before we go even further, I, one thing I'd love to just get a sense of is, so Jen and Liz, you are partners in, 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 your, in your company. And I guess maybe we, I'd love to just hear a little bit of background about why you started the company, how you started, um, and then we can even go a little bit further to understand the context of these, of marketing roadmaps. So maybe tell a little bit, tell me a little bit about that. How'd you get started? Yeah, I can take that one. So, you know, Statement started in 2016 out of um, a passion for doing really great uh, work together. So Liz and I met um, as agency veterans and working in the field around Chicago, me on the design side, Liz on the content and copywriting side. And we really just organically came together to understand like the power in being able to like um, integrate our disciplines um, and do really great work for clients. So that really was the birth of Statement. Um, and since then, we've really, um, you know, organically built our agency, you know, around this idea of like um, true strategic like branding and marketing and the impact it makes across like doing creative execution work. So that's really kind of the the driver into really leaning into like um, a strong focus around like brand strategy, marketing strategy and roadmaps that lead into creative execution. Awesome. And is there a focus or a niche that you in terms of your companies you work with or is it more broad? Yeah, so just over the past uh, couple of years, we've really narrowed our focus on the social impact organizations. So, you know, that means uh, nonprofits, you know, as well as some of the mission driven companies that are serving nonprofits. Um, you know, the common tie is that desire to, um, you know, do good. And, um, you know, we really, um, find a lot of um, joy and motivation from, you know, help, helping others help others, so to speak. So um, I think one thing that's really interesting about nonprofits is that they have some of the most complex marketing challenges and programs out there. 
Um, you know, they're talking to funders, they're talking to donors, they're talking to program participants. And then, you know, on the internal side, they have executive leadership, they have board leadership, they have volunteer leadership sometimes. So, um, you know, more so perhaps even than their um, for-profit counterparts um, going through an exercise like the roadmap can be really mm. illuminating and help focus, you know, I've got limited resources, I've got limited time, where should I start? Got it. Okay. And man, you think that they would make it easier on the nonprofits if they're going to have to do all that extra work. <laughs> That's kind of makes it not, not the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so it makes sense you know, how do you like sort of untangle all that? And maybe you could talk, help me understand what, I understand the analogy, right, of the car, um, but help me, you know, take it a step further. You know, what, what is this experience? What are you doing? Um, you know, where do you start? What's the outcome? Yeah, that's a great question. So, uh, you know, at Statement, we really take a brand first um, approach to all of the work that we do. And, you know, we firmly believe that understanding, you know, who you are as an organization on the inside um, should really inform, you know, everything that appears on the outside. So, oh. you know, we start with brand strategy and use that to inform um, your messaging, um, your visual strategy, you know, as well as your marketing. So the channels and, um, you know, different methods that you're using to connect with your audience. Um, and we really see the roadmap as the first step to all of that. So, you know, we have a pretty methodical process that we can, you know, scale up or down, um, depending on, you know, the size of the organization and, you know, kind of complexity of the needs. Um, I think one thing that um, can really intimidate marketing leaders is thinking about strategy with a capital S and, oh, it's going to be this nine month process and it's going to cost me an arm and a leg. Um, it doesn't have to be that way. And it can actually um, help save, you know, a lot of time and, you know, kind of trial and error um, on the back ends by, you know, taking a beat to really look and think critically, um, not just about all of the different parts of the program, um, but how they're working together, you know, in mm. service of a goal, whether that is, um, you know, uh, raising money for a new initiative, whether it's, um, you know, increasing enrollment for a program, whether it's um, reaching out to a new audience, um, you know, we really talk with our um, organizations about, you know, high level, what do they want to do? What is that impact they're looking to achieve? Um, and then look at, you know, how the different parts of the um, program are all working in service of that goal, um, you know, and where there are um, things that need to um, you know, be improved or be built out, um, you know, what is the right order of operations to, to get that done? Got it. So is, is mar a marketing roadmap synonymous with like a marketing strategy or is there some differences there? Yeah, you gotta take that done. Yeah. So, you know, as Liz was talking, um, you know, a marketing road, basically like the way that we look at strategy, as she said, with like the big S, the middle S, the small S, you know, really a roadmap you know, is trying to define like the ideas and the opportunities, right? So like we're really outlining like um, how brand strategy, how brand strategy, how marketing strategy are really actually really connected to the organization's strategy and trying to get clarity around that from a foundational perspective. So this is beyond like 
simple positioning or like what's your brand personality, right? Like it really kind of right. digs to the heart of that to help understand the opportunities first and, and actually why it matters to the audience. I think it's actually really um, interesting to see how many organizations haven't done really a deep analysis into the complexities of the audiences, which really serves as such a strong foundation to like how the marketing plan or the brand plan needs to work. So we start there um, and then we move into um, creative strategy, which is like the planning. So let's talk about the UX of your website. Let's talk about, um, you know, like what the overarching campaign concept and goals look like, and let's plan it out, you know, kind of anchored to that really strong roadmap and foundation. Um, and then the final bucket on strategic execution. So like the doing of the work and like, how do we actually like make that copy and those images and those words work together to execute? How are we measuring that back again, anchored to the roadmap and our, um, insights and our um, findings. So it's a very holistic, you know, picture into those um, ways that we think about the strategic work, you know, into those three segments. Gotcha. And how long has Statement been in business? Since uh, 2016. So yeah, we're turning seven this year. Congrats. Thank you. Seven. Seven's a big, <laughs> a ride. a big number. And so what's the story behind this product? Did you show up at, in 2016 and you just knew we need marketing roadmaps to be a solution for our clients? Or did you sort of like run into some challenges that clients were having and sort of figure it out that way? How'd that end up? That's a great yeah. question. Yeah, I can I can take that one. Yeah. Um, so, you know, going back to the earliest days of statement, you know, Jen and I really started out like more um, squarely in the creative and craft realm. And, you know, we were coming in and doing, um, you know, um, a lot of production based work in our early days and, you know, had success with that and started to mm. build, um, you know, a multidisciplinary production team. And, you know, what we realized along the way was that. And Liz, know, when you say production, is it like creative, all creative things, assets or yeah, or... so maybe another way to put that is implementation. You know, we were the people who could actually come in and write the email, design the one pager, you know, build the website. Um, you know, we were in the business of making creative things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we found a lot of need out there, you know, in the marketplace for that um, skill set and having access to, um, you know, a, a multidisciplinary team of writers and designers and, you know, um, like specialized skills. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we realized along the way was that um, part of what, you know, was helping us be successful was that, um, you know, we were naturally doing some of this work with our clients. We just didn't really have a name for it. And, mm. you know, it wasn't an official service, but um, you know, whatever the ask was, whether it was, you know, to create a campaign or, um, you know, to produce a new landing page or a deck. Um, we were always, you know, working with our clients to figure out how that tied back to the bigger goal, um, you know, and help to move the organization toward, you know, those marketing or, or growth goals. Um, and what we found along the way was that um, in addition to needing, you know, great creative partners and creative support, um, a lot of our clients either didn't have um, the time or they didn't have the expertise to connect all those dots on their own. 
Um, and I think, you know, what really helped to break this open for us um, was the addition um, of our marketing strategist um, a couple of years ago to our team. Um, and, you know, Jen mentioned, we're really built on this idea of the power of partnerships. Um, we really recognize the tremendous potential of bringing, you know, our brand and, you know, creative skill sets um, alongside um, her um, marketing expertise mm. to um, evaluate and, you know, design entire programs um, and how much of a need there was for a shop that could do that without mm. it being um, this insanely, you know, lengthy and expensive exercise. So, um, yeah. you know, we introduced the roadmap in um, 2021 um, and in the first six months of its existence, you know, we had sold five of them <laughs> and we realized, mm. gosh, maybe we have something here. Um, you know, and we continue to fine tune it, but I think we, you know, are very passionate about the fundamental idea behind the roadmap, which is, um, you know, taking the time to take a beat and, you know, really evaluate um, before you plan, you know, are you making the right plans is really mm -hmm. the question the roadmap seeks to answer. Got it. Yeah. So let's say I'm a nonprofit or a mission driven company. What are some of the signs and symptoms? that you would see that would identify you're in need of a marketing roadmap? That's a great question. I can take that. Um, so we hear um, a lot of different um, asks that come in, you know, from a nonprofit or a consultancy that is looking for our work. Um, uh, sometimes they're like, we need a website. Our website's really dated. And, you know, it's just, I'm embarrassed of it. And, you know, like we, we, we need this thing, right? And when we actually start peeling back the layers and asking the questions that we ask, we actually often find that they need a roadmap and they need a really strong strategic foundation that encompasses the marketing goals, their brand goals. And it kind of just needs an overhaul, you know, from a refresh perspective. Again, like, is it a lightweight exercise? Do we take a lot of the work that they've done and then we kind of, you know, really adjust that to like getting to the ask and getting to that really great website refresh, but through that really strong anchor and foundation of strategy. So um, some other things that we hear um, from nonprofits are capacity. They're very time strapped in general. They've got very lean teams. They're throwing spaghetti at the wall. Some oftentimes, right, they're very reactive in their planning and marketing. So they're um, combating these never ending to do lists. And, um, you know, they they haven't actually found time to stop and look at the bigger picture and formulate that strategic plan um, to their efforts. Um, so that's one one um, arena siloing, you know, they've got a team of uh, copywriters, they've got a different designer that's touching this, they've got internal people and external consultancies and all of that really kind of adds to that kind of breakdown um, across their program and their message and their brand. So we look to kind of um, find those opportunities for cohesion, you know, based on that ask. Um, and um, just also general asks on we're looking to modernize what we do. You know, what are the best trends and practices for us as a nonprofit organization? They're often looking to those agent to a creative agency to really help get them up to speed on that. Um, as nonprofits, they tend to kind of lack a little bit behind on kind of some of those best practices or like the ways of doing social right or email marketing. And we're helping them kind of understand how to put dollars and efforts into the best execution um, strategies based on that. Got it. So it sounds like this is sort of, like you said, it, you take a step back and we want to make sure we're pointed in the right direction because you could be pointed, you could be doing all this activity and 
but you're headed in the wrong direction and it's not delivering the results that you see. Any examples of those that you could share that would help us understand, you know, put this into context? Yeah. So um, I think one um, good example of, you know, how a roadmap um, helps to recalibrate a strategy um, is with um, uh, educational um, company that we worked with about a year ago. Um, so, you know, heritage brands, they've been around for, you know, close to a century and they have a, um, a children's book subscription service that primarily goes out to school librarians. And, you know, they are competing with, um, you know, the big book purveyors, kind of the Amazons of their space, right? And um, very kind of traditionally sales oriented organization. And, you know, we saw that a lot of their materials were very centered on um, cost and pricing and, mm. you know, trying to, um, you know, compete with, um, you know, these large sellers where, you know, that's, that is a, you know, battle that I think is very difficult for like a boutique sized company to win. Sure. But, you know, what we realized as we got into the exercise with them, you know, evaluating their marketing, evaluating their brands was that they had this really hidden jewel of their offering, um, which was that, you know, all of the books that they were curating and, um, you know, sharing through these subscriptions to librarians were, um, you know, head and shoulders um, in quality above anything else that was out there in the marketplace. You know, they had this um, amazing editorial board that was made up of, you know, the most respected um, publisher, you know, professionals in the space. And, you know, something like 95% of their books went on to win, you know, Newberries and Caldecott's, et cetera. Um, and what they were really offering um, was this first, you know, look or preview at like the best of the best of children's literature in a way that like none of their competitors could even touch. Um, and, you know, we came to them and we said, hey, you know, you are the independent bookstore in a sea of Amazons, you know, you don't need to act like an Amazon, you know, lean into your identity. And we help them think through, you know, what that looked like um, in their messaging and tagline, um, you know, what that might look like in their visual identity, you know, a much more kind of um, curated and sophisticated feel. Um, you know, as well as a, a slew of content marketing ideas that would really flip the script um, and, you know, deliver that message to um, their audience. And, um, you know, we heard from our point of contact afterwards that, you know, going through that process was like having a psychologist for their brands. You know, mm -hmm. we, <laughs> we really peeled back the onion and, you know, we're able to um, you know, not just do, you know, kind of the abstract brand strategy, but help them see, you know, how can that apply to my channel strategy? You know, how might that shape, um, you know, the types of emails and campaigns that we're sending out? Um, you know, how can my sales team, you know, deliver that message? So, um, you know, while it didn't result in, um, you know, a big shift to their channel strategy, it did totally change the message. And, you know, they really seen um, the positive results of that, um, you know, in the years since we went through that exercise with them. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great example. And I guess just thinking about, you know, zooming out a little bit from just even specifically this, you know, marketing roadmap product and thinking more broadly about your some of your clients 
challenges and struggles. Like, what are some of the biggest struggles you're seeing right now with nonprofits? Yeah, that's a good question. I think with nonprofits in general, um, especially kind of now in the changes in the last um, several months into this year, it's really um, a lot of budget priorities and prioritization around how to best utilize um, the spend and their efforts. So, um, you know, most organizations, even regardless of like the climate that's happening across the industry, is that they most of them need the evolutions and not the revolutions, right? And like, I think like the fear of um, strategy, as we talked about, you know, and being this big, long, laborious exercise that doesn't yield like the, you know, results in front of my face, so to speak, kind of thing is intimidating. And there's a lot of risk involved in that, right, around the cost. So really um, helping um, organizations understand um, not to underestimate the impact that small changes can make and like really um, starting strong with these like strong strategic foundations are going to be the pathway to get to bigger changes. Um, is an important um, philosophy we try to drive, um, you know, within um, the mindset of organizations that might come to us for this work. What are like two to three questions that nonprofits, mission-driven companies should be asking themselves, you know, whether they're going through this process or just sort of assessing this on their own, kind of sharing, sharing a little bit of, of, of helpful insights here for those that are listening. A lot of the kind of initial work we do with um, our clients is around audience, right? And audience being um, like a really um, central component of that brand positioning. So I think a great um, place for any um, organization to start is in asking um, who is my audience and where do they live? Um, mm and uh, that work you know is really like the first step of the roadmap for us um i think you know another challenge that um we see a lot of nonprofits up against is just the saturation of the marketplace and all the digital channels um there's no more first mover advantage on any of these social channels and it's no longer enough to just you know set up an Instagram account and start posting content. There's such a, um, you know, there's so much clutter and there's so much noise out there. Um, you know, often we're helping our clients think through, you know, how can you do fewer things better? Right. Um, and, you know, I think it's um, very tempting for a lot of organizations, you know, especially if they're getting board pressures or pressures from people who are not marketing experts to, um, you know, chase the shiny object. Um, but, uh, you know, I think what the roadmap exercise can really help clarify is, you know, who do we want to reach um, and what are going to be um, the most effective and lowest friction ways to do that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we look at in the roadmap, um, which might be surprising to people is, um, you know, marketing infrastructure and um, very specific focus on CRM. Um, we're huge believers in the power of the list, um, you know, and especially seeing what has happened, you know, with Twitter over these last few months, you know, seeing kind of the decreasing returns across the board on organic social. Um, I think we're really cognizant of that and, you know, counseling clients to not build a marketing strategy that's totally based on rented land, so to speak. Um, mm. Owning your audience and your list um, is one of the most valuable things, you know, that you can do for your marketing program. 
Um, and you know, that depends on not just knowing who they are and crafting the right message, but literally, you know, having those contacts in your database and being able to speak to them at a moment's notice. Um, so, you know, I think it ultimately, a lot of it comes back to audience. You run an agency, you started this in 2016 and it sounds like it's really kind of developed along the way and, and you've really carved this like a, a good path for yourself with sort of a niche audience. Um, what are you all most excited about right now? Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, narrowing in on the nonprofit and social impact space is obviously just a personal, um, passion of ours. Like, because we just so strongly believe that nonprofits have the most powerful stories to tell and they're often like falling short because of the lack of, you know, like not having strong comms or design thinking and strategy behind the work, but knowing that like that putting our expertise around that, around like good communications, good design thinking, like does truly go so far for these organizations is really the driver and like what excites us, you know, about like being able to put our skills to use for these organizations. So, um, yeah, I would say that's kind of like the big excitement and getting our niche aligned and what we're looking forward to do, just doing more great work this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about you, Liz? What comes to mind? Yeah, I would definitely echo all of that. I think, you know, our history so far at Statement has really been, you know, exploring the best way for us to deliver value to clients. And, you know, as we've evolved, um, you know, we that has looked like going a little bit upstream over time. And um, it's really exciting to be in this place right now. And, um, you know, entering into these kind of partnerships with clients where um, we feel like we can really help them, um, you know, increase their impact and, you know, um, by getting in on the ground floor with them on some of this work. Um, and it, it feels good. It feels good to do that for, you know, a mission driven organization that's genuinely interested in, you know, doing good and creating change in the world. And um, we're just eager to, you know, keep expanding the net and um, preaching the gospel of <laughs> brand first marketing to, um, you know, to those we meet because we really we, we think it works and, and we've seen the success of that. You keep saying that term brand first marketing. What does that mean? Yeah. So we believe that uh, all effective marketing flows from brands. Um, you know, and to us, brand is about what you are on the inside um, and taking a moment to really analyze and define that, um, you know, we believe is the precursor to an effective creative strategy, you know, so both your messaging and your visuals and your marketing strategy. So the channels or methods that you're using to reach out to your audience. So all of our engagements, you know, big or small, um, you know, mega roadmap or, you know, kind of lightweight exercise, um, you know, start with those brand questions, you know, who, who are you, who is your audience and how do you want to relate to them? Yeah. Who am I? Who do I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still trying to answer that question for myself individually yes. yeah you know <laughs> right. and that's that's what informs like what you do right or what you build i mean it's interesting i love talking to you about this this stuff and i, I feel like i have a million questions just about your agency and how how life's been going 
because we both sounded like I started my agency in 2017 mm-hmm. and uh, awesome. a lot of learning along the way so far for sure. But you said, you know, some of the stuff that excites you is like going upstream a little bit more, being involved in some of that early you know, strategy conversation. I think that's one of the things that I don't know if that's what happens to all agencies or like that just happens when you are really dialed in and you know kind of what your focus is going to be. But it seems like that, you know, for me, we're we're a video storytelling agency. That's what we, we focus on kind of this this one lane. But we, you know, we start with, you know, content strategy and messaging. Um, and the more that we have those conversations and the more that we're leading those conversations, or at least part of them, the more effective we can be and versus like telling us where to point the camera, so to speak. I love you know, what you said about, you know, getting in at those early stages while still making, you know, the final deliverable or doing the work. And I think, you know, that's something that is so important to Jen and I, you know, as like lifelong creatives and like true lovers of the craft. Um, And I think something that, you know, continues to set us apart is that, you know, we don't have aspirations to be like a strategy only shop and stay up in the clouds. You know, we still see so much need for, um, you know, a great partner who can come in and, and do the thing, you know, whether it's build the campaign, write the blog, you know, craft the email, you know, make the amazing video. I'm curious, where do y'all come from? Were you at an agency before you started your agency? What were you doing beforehand? Yeah, so I entered my career um, right straight as a designer, um, both in in-house environments and then worked at agencies where I got ex- um, um, exposed to a multitude of different clients um, to touch and, you know, across different brands and industries. So a really great and interesting mix across um, traditional like print design mm. um, and kind of really, you know, where I started in the industry was kind of seeing the evolution that happened around digital first uh, Mm -hmm. creative, um, which is just ballooned, you know, and now is really kind of like, there is no such thing as a digital, you know, agency anymore, a digital first agency. We're a digital agency. Yeah, like everything's digital now. Yeah, as opposed to. (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to what? But yeah, I mean, those are the kind of the transitions I saw kind of in the start to kind of where we are today and really having to just be, you know, adapt to that and, um, and ride the the trends and uh, the waves of what's happening kind of in our professional space. Absolutely. Liz, what about you? Where are you you coming from? Somewhat little known fact, uh, before um, I entered the marketing industry, I was an investigative journalist. And I like to think that those uh, skills still serve me well today. Yeah, I worked for a few local, sometimes newspapers, and yeah, honed my my interviewing and, and research skills, which um, I was very fortunate to use on site as a client conference um, last fall, uh, doing some on site video interviewing. But I love conversation. So I think it was, yeah, just a foregone conclusion that we would <laughs> find our way into more, yeah, kind of strategic uh, research and analysis over time. So you're using those skills, but I got to ask, why did you leave the investigative journalist? 
Whoa. You know, Matt, I was just really tired of um, going and knocking on the, you know, murder victim family's door, to be honest with you. <laughs> nah, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, I, uh, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. It's such important work. But um, yeah. Yeah, I well, ultimately you... realized that my <laughs> my future lay elsewhere. But yeah, sure. a huge advocate for the power and importance of the press and yeah all the respect to my <laughs> fellow journalists who are still out there every day doing that that hard work well i have to ask a couple of just rando personal questions not really a personal question but a silly question okay. are you ready i think so maybe, maybe not. <laughs> okay we'll start with liz what's a word or phrase that we should stop using in the workplace Ooh, that is a great question. We actually played on a recent stand-up, um, like a round of um, like business jargon bingo, and I wish okay. I had that card in front of me. <laughs> but um, I have a personal hatred of the word synergy, so if you could just <laughs> cut out the lexicon, that would be really great. Too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Get it out. I'm with you. Yeah, Let's just, vote it, it out. It's out of here. <laughs> I like, yeah, synergy. What about you, Jen? Anything come to mind? Oh, um, I actually am not sure how I feel about the idea of low-hanging fruit. <laughs> so, I would, <laughs> so I hear that all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think I'm tired of that low-hanging fruit yeah. phrase. we got to come up yeah. with something a little different. Something different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> in terms of words or phrases that we should remove from the workplace, low-hanging fruit is kind of a, a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Um, but what's yours, Matt? <laughs> Ooh, um, synergy is so good. I, I think that I'm going to give a vote to that one. But I think um, anything that that revolves around like I'm going to dovetail off of what you're saying, or you, using animals or fruits actually as part of the analogy, um, I'm not a big fan of. I don't like. Mm -hmm. yeah mixing animals and fruits with business. It's a weird thing. That's uh, totally fair. I'm, I'm guilty as charged on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens to the, it, to the best It's played out though, for sure. Um, okay, one more. Finish this sentence in an old-timey voice, if you prefer. You know what really grinds my gears? Liz, go ahead. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I, I might need a minute on this one. <laughs> yeah, take a minute. Jenna, do you have something? Is it related to our work? It could be anything now. We're just like, so we're getting into whatever comes to mind. Like, is there anything that happened today already on your drive in? Is there anything that's that happens in the workplace that is sort of, you'd like to, it to well, I could connect it to um, some of our, yeah, like kind of starting the conversation with an agency. So one thing that grinds our gears are the whole world of RFPs in general. And um, mm. uh, as an agency, we've um, definitely, you know, especially in the nonprofit space, it's just kind of a standard, but it's actually a very um, outdated and not efficient, you know, way to uh, reach out to consultants. So, you know, what really grinds my gears are the current way of thinking about RFPs, which is really just like putting a big megaphone ask out to a bunch of different agencies when really it's about having a conversation and understanding like, is this the right fit? 
you know, um, based on what our needs are as an organization. And we love, you know, having conversations with clients to really, in those initial conversations, like unpack, like, what is the real ask here? What are you looking to solve? And are we actually equipped to do that for you? And that takes a few conversations back and forth, not, um, you know, a 12 point font reply in three pages, you know, based on like a pitch on what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. And here's all this free thinking. So I think there's got to be a revolution in how organizations actually look at um, starting the conversation with creative agencies. That's a that's a great one. I think it grinds my gears too, uh, across the board. Liz, what about you? What really grinds your gears? I'd say that and uh, bad grammar. <laughs> bad grammar, yeah. Coming bad from grammar. a copywriter. <laughs> I just I want to take a red pen to the world sometimes, but <laughs> that's the craft in me speaking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, last question. Is there a book, podcast, article, something that we got to check out ASAP that you're, you've read or written even? Anything come to mind, Jen? Yeah. I mean, I think like in terms of our brand philosophy, like I love um, Marty Newmeyer's philosophy around brand. So if you, um, you know, dig into like the brand gap and like Zag, those are really powerful books around understanding like the power of brand in a really simple way you know, for anybody, whether you're an organization or kind of an individual that's like interested in like telling a more powerful story. Love it. Liz, anything come to mind for you? Any book, podcast, article we got to check out ASAP? Yeah. So, I mean, Jen covered a lot of the greats there when it comes to brands and creative strategy. Um, I would say like putting on my agency owner hat, um, like one book that's been really transformational um, for us is Traction. Um, Mm. So uh, Gina Wickman founded the EOS method. And like while we haven't gone full force into EOS, it's like helps so much to clarify, um, you know, our goals and objectives and then how we can actually take action on them and divide and conquer between the two of us and our team. Um, So it's a quick read, but um, we found it tremendously helpful. Um, and also Rocket Fuel, if you have a partner, I would say is re- required reading. Love both of those. We That sort of changed my whole view of the way an organization is set up. We And, you know, they, there is some really jargony, corporate terms they use in those books, like the vision traction organizer mm-hmm. the document. But it's so effective. I know. So I have yeah. to give them a little bit of hard... A little bit of of a a dig for for the names that they chose, but the books are amazing and and have really changed yeah. my whole view of how to run a a small company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can get past the dovetail and synergy, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, Jen and Liz, thank you so much for joining us today and and sharing a lot about what you're up to, as well as you know when we can think about marketing roadmaps and when those kind of come into play for nonprofits. Um, If people want to check you out, learn a little bit more, where can they find you? Yeah. So head over to madebystatement.com. That's our website. And we're also on LinkedIn and Instagram. And send a a connection request on LinkedIn to me, Jen Depakakibo. Will do. Or to me. We love talking shop. So bring us your questions. Awesome. We'll love talking shop with both of you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much, Matt. It's a real pleasure. It's awesome. Thank you.